1: Panel show that wants to do the right thing in any situation. For example, what is the best way to dump someone and cure hiccups? The answer is to tell them you've been sleeping with their dad.
2: <laughs> oh, Danielle What? <laughs>
1: and with me trying to do the right thing today, on my right, he's as angry as a suicide note written in capitals on your wrist with a compass. It's Michael Egg!
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and with him proof that Paul Simon and Art Garfunkel uncle were lovers, and he <laughs> loves them.
3: Poor Simon, where come from?
1: <laughs>
0: well, you look like Art Garfunkel, and you're a man. So that's I've
1: got How, nothing to do with Simon. Height. <laughs> height. <laughs> and on my left, mini driver with the air let out is Margaret Cable Smith. <laughs> and with her, his parents can't spell Mark. It's Mark <laughs> Mar- oh, Wood. Time for the first round: of The Importance of Being Right.
2: The Importance
0: of Being Right.
1: Like an agrophobic fan of Hampton Court Maze, we've spent a lot of time on the internet investigating situations with no obvious way out. In this round, I want the teams to use their brains and then their voices to tell me what the internet says we should do in another couple of tricky situations. Ladies first, Margaret and Marek, this one's for you. <laughs> bizarre mix-up involving internet dating and prescription drugs you end up on a romantic weekend break with overgrown boy scout Ray Mears being a selfish lover he's decided to take you on a survival weekend up in his woods after a close on fumble on top of some bracken Ray trots off to find you a nice badger with a side of hay for dinner leaving you to dig out the toilet box as you're getting on with the job in hand, you discover a hoard of Saxon coins. Ka But according to the Department of Culture, Media and Sport, what is the right thing for you to do with this very thing?
4: We get this right. It's in the toilet box we found it. Yes. Isn't there a law that if I piss on something, <laughs> then technically it belongs to me? Yeah. I that,
2: think that's a law of piss like
4: the law. Possession is nine tenths of the law. <laughs>
1: Have you ever pissed on something then claimed ownership, <sighs> lady? I think um,
4: not on purpose, but uh, I think if you do piss on things like, uh, well, you know, when you were kids and stuff, and you'd say there'd be like two lollipops and there was three of you, you'd say oh, I- I've pissed on that, and then you get to have both of them.
2: <laughs> Maybe
4: it's just an Isle of white thing. I don't know. <laughs>
1: you like going
2: hunting for buried treasure, Margaret? Not
1: particularly. <laughs> no, why you not? You've got a child, yeah, why not? Yeah. I've got a child. What are you saying, a, You've I've got a look after future, haven't well, you? She's saying she. <laughs> <a buried> <laughs> I opened a bank account, Andy. That good enough, enough,
3: is it? Well, banks have proved themselves to be worthless. Buried treasure
4: is now worth far more than non-buried treasure. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, would you keep the treasure?
4: I'd keep the face mask, probably, and the sword.
1: <laughs> what is it
4: specifically is there? The
1: Saxon coins. Oh, it's not what a sword? No. Well, I'd use those to buy a sorry. Saxon face mask and a Saxon
2: sword. <laughs>
3: I think what I, if I found a large hoard of Saxon coins, what I would do is go to the Norwegian embassy and start hurling the coins at the staff of the Norwegian embassy, saying, go home, Viking imperialists!" <laughs> fella like them never I'd say
1: you You tell them what is the cut off point with money that you think you can keep and that you should give it because if you found 10 pounds would you keep 10 pounds that you found Marek on the ground
4: yeah I keep 10 pounds (laughs) 20 pounds 23 pounds 24 (laughs) pounds up to 24 pounds up to 25 excuse
2: this is open to
1: anybody on the panel what is the best thing you found in dirt (laughs) My
0: grandmother.
2: She's <laughs> lovely,
0: but she is dead. Oh.
1: You didn't find her, surely you put her there.
0: Yeah, but I know she is. So I could <laughs> we, find yeah, her. Yeah.
3: Re-find. Yeah. You'd have to forget where she is, though, Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> and I can't. I could find your dead
2: grandmother.
3: <laughs> <laughs> don't give me any clues, otherwise it would take my time. Now.
2: <laughs> <No>.
3: <laughs> I'm prepared to hunt her down and bring her to justice. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So No-one's ever found anything. No only, one, only porn. no one, and that, and that tradition's dying out now. Yeah, no-one does
2: that.
3: Now. Yeah, you have to find a whole computer now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a
1: whole hard drive. Hey, you could find a smartphone. Some people are buried with those, so you can text them once they're dead.
3: That's a lovely way to keep in touch, isn't it? <laughs> but then you sort of feel guilty that they don't text back. Yeah. Or even more guilty when they Quite do text. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Man, is it hot in here, Sam. <laughs>
0: I am buried, sad <laughs> <laughs> Uh
1: Producer Ben, is anybody close with these answers? The actual
5: answer, according to the Department of Culture, Media and Sport, is you should report your fine to the district coroner within 14 days of the discovery. The coroner? The coroner. It's yeah. too late for that. Isn't it? <laughs> the penalty for not doing this is three months in prison or £5,000 fine. If it's treasure and a museum wants it, they'll pay the equivalent of the market value. And if no-one wants it, it'll be returned to you unless the landowner, in this case Ray Mears, objects. So you might have to share your booty with Ray Mears after all. Um, You won't be breaking the law if you don't realise
3: that the find is treasure.
1: Since when has not realising something been a defence? I I think
3: since the Nuremberg trials.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to give points to uh, Andy Michael in that (laughs) round. Quite right, Right. yeah. Because they got it right, didn't they? No.
0: And <laughs> listen to that staring ovation.
1: <laughs> Michael and Andy, here is one for you. You both hear... You both hear about a little monkey that an old lady's been keeping in her flat.
2: <laughs> is this real, Daniel? <laughs> She's crying.
1: Her plan is to eat it on her 100th birthday.
2: <laughs> We've all
4: been there. <laughs>
1: so like superheroes, you rescue the monkey and hide it under a hat.
4: On the way home, you're
1: stopped by a policeman. The monkey, sensing danger, removes the hat and sneezes at the policeman. But unbeknown to any of you, that bloody monkey was a carrier of a new influenza mutation that rapidly spreads across the globe. So I ask you, what is the right way to survive a pandemic?
2: (laughs)
0: Uh lem sip, clearly.
2: Yeah. Uh, well
0: what, what it used to be always for me, like when I was pre-vegan, it was always an egg beat up in a cup and watching bug Egg beat
1: up in a cup? Yeah, it this, used to, I keep hearing this. Yeah, egg, I used to uh, well, you, chopped, you, chopped up in a cup. Yeah, you've got of. a
0: boiled egg, you put it in the cup and then you smash it to bits with a spoon. And then you watch Bagpuss, and you're fine.
2: How?
1: If, if
0: only they'd had Bagpuss in the influenza epidemic. Well, in I'm telling you, as a child, I had cancer and AIDS,
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I was shot dead, and I'm fine. What's in the
1: beating it up in a cop mm. process? How does that make it better from just eating a hard-boiled egg?
0: <laughs> you clearly don't know medicine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Andy, how do you survive a flu pandemic?
3: Um, I guess the key is to kill everyone else in the world before <laughs>
2: they
1: the
3: disease so to basically encourage the rapid spread of the disease
2: yeah because I
1: was going to say and hide, hide and that's, yeah. a, that's a sort of nicer version of what Andy said <laughs> but it's a different version
2: yeah.
1: but no it's, get, potato, it's stay away from everyone potato, else potato, 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 absolutely right. do you say potato <laughs> <laughs> I mean there's something wrong with you where would yeah. you hide Surely so it has to be somewhere with no air. Yeah, yeah, I'm buried with uh, Michael's <laughs> granny. <laughs> <laughs> lovely. So lovely. But these f- flu pandemics could... don't really kill many people, the do flu they?
4: flu pandemics.
1: <laughs> <laughs> do you uh, get the flu jab, Mark?
4: No, I think um, my tip would be just to shave everything off. Shave yourself completely <laughs> down. <laughs>
1: No, flea, means flu, not fleas. Yeah, no, that's no, that's, not
4: that's flea. where the germs, that's where fleas go in here, isn't it? <laughs> so also, I think, also I'm, I'm probably one of the most immune people. I mean, I've evolved beyond fleas. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that means uh, also you would swim a lot faster away from any incoming disease as well. Yeah. <laughs> flu coming into your swimming pool. Yeah. Also, you're much more likely to get cast as a snooker ball than the musical based on the life of Stephen Hendry. Yeah.
4: But the, the, the problem is you don't get any other castings, and I, I found
1: that. <laughs> wasn't expecting to hear the phrase I've
4: evolved beyond the flea. <laughs> Old.
1: I've not had flu since I was like eight years old.
4: What is proper so flu though? Cause I, I
1: oh, I know pro- I know this, I know this. Uh, flu is if there's £20 on your doorstep, if you've got a cold, you'll go and get it. If you've got flu,
4: you won't.
2: What <laughs> if you're a billionaire? <laughs> wow,
1: well, how do you think billionaires get their wealth? Caring about
4: £20? <laughs> they get their services to do it,
1: don't they? Right, yeah, it's a
3: complicated day. Is that £20 from the virus fairy?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I will simplify it. Is wearing a surgical mask in public at all helpful?
3: Well, it depends if you're a surgeon or not. It
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> can help to clear up any Emerging confusion exactly.
3: if you start going at someone with a scalpel.
1: <laughs> I saw a man sn- use his iPad to sneeze onto... This morning oh. on the tube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did you it. Can get a special
4: app for that. Though. Yeah, do it. <laughs> oh, the tissue app. Yeah, that's how I choose my songs. <laughs> Better than shuffle.
1: Pretty pretty sexy. (laughs) Uh, Producer Ben, do we have some actual answers? We do have some actual
5: answers. Um, I think Margaret and Marek got closest. You should wear a surgical mask in public. Flu enters the body through the mucous membrane, so you must protect your nose and mouth.
1: But Marek said it entered through hair. (laughs) Okay,
5: point off. Um, (laughs) Other tips include rationing towel usage, everyone sleeping in separate bedrooms, sneezing and coughing into your elbow. Staying away from places where people congregate and disinfecting things like light switches, doorknobs and toilet flushes before you use them. The guide's are very keen that you keep your hands clean. This is their advice word for word. When washing hands in a public toilet, first pull the lever on the towel dispenser to lower a towel. Then wash your hands, rip off the dispensed towel, then use it to pull the dispenser lever again and to turn off the towel. Ta- Discard the first towel, tear off the second towel and use it to dry your hands and open the bathroom door, then discard.
2: They're all going to die.
3: That makes fighting off the Luftwaffe seem relatively simple.
2: What
1: are the scores at the end of that round,
3: Ben? The scores are one point each team.
1: agony Like all of the ones in Audley Harrison's boxing career this round is agony (laughs) (laughs) That's because we read out a letter sent to a real agony aunt and ask the teams to guess the response So here is a proper agony aunt letter Margaret could you read it out with your teeth please Yeah, I'm just imagining this is what this person sounds like. Dear Agony Ant, I love my man very much, but I find it very difficult to live with his smell. He's good around the house and he helps with the bills, but he never washes himself or puts on clean clothes. I hate being in bed with him because, quite honestly, he stinks. I've tried dropping hints and being direct, but nothing works. Surely he could spend five minutes a day in the shower. He has enough time to spend four hours a day in the pub when I'm at work. Any suggestion?
6: It
3: does sound like he is almost certainly dead.
2: <laughs> Hang on, yeah. Maybe
4: he's just a really fit zombie. Is there well, any often, other kind? Yeah. Well, I've often, you never see any fit ones, do you? There must be some good looking ones when you think, go on then. <laughs> No one else is around. We've stuck been stuck in this mall for the last thirty days, and they're guaranteed to scream along. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I met
4: uh,
3: Florence Nightingale zombie.
4: Oh, did you? oh
3: man. <laughs> oh, mama, take me home.
1: <laughs> Do you not worry about a bit falling off? Yeah, that would be the worry. As a lady, that would be the worry. Yeah, I go for the dismount and
2: God, <laughs> yeah. It's
4: more about the personality for me. really.
2: <laughs>
1: Andy and Michael, how would you uh, deal with a, a stinky lover?
4: It's hard to look beyond the power
3: hose.
1: <laughs> very good.
3: Yeah, I don't know about a
0: lover, but it's very hard when you've got a smelly friend and we've all got a smelly friend. Don't we we've all got a smelly friend? Hey, come on, let's be honest. If you haven't got a smelly friend, you should get one. brilliant. <laughs> uh, really take a lot of heat off you. Um, but you know being honest to your smelly friend means like dropping a hint would be like, Oh, have you seen that new link, Sanford? That's very good. You see that'd be subtle. And then less so, which is the one that I've used, go, oh, do you know what, mate? Do you know what I'd really love to do? I'd love to watch you shower.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, he doesn't
0: smell anymore, and we've learned a lot about each other.
1: I have a friend who used to go with a gentleman who didn't wash his penis for eleven days. Mm. As an experiment? Uh, or? No, he's just lazy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Excuse for
3: Catholics to be lazy. Do you really think Jesus washed his wang in the wilderness? Oh, the devil tempted him for
2: forty days and forty nights. Wash your cock. it up, J boy. (laughs) I was tidying
0: my bedroom recently. Do you know what I found when I was tidying my bedroom? I found two very small pools of vomit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I found. And do you know what's worse than that?
2: No. Uh, Jimmy Hendrix's body three. Hey, <laughs> <three. laughs> uh,
0: honestly, this is revolting. I thought it was horrible trying to clean one up with a sponge and all that. So that was bad. But the very fact that the other one was easy to vacuum up, <laughs> it just snapped off. Oh. It was like the carpet was wearing a badge.
1: <laughs> uh, Producer Ben, what did, what, what did our agony aunt say with the actual answers? OK,
5: so the uh, agony aunt said, try a problem-solving approach. So you've noticed he's been reluctant to have a shower and ask, what's the problem? Or you could suggest having a sexy shower together.
2: Of course
5: Um Or you could be more assertive. Tell him, I'd love to sleep with you, but right now I don't want to because you smell dirty. Sleep on the sofa tonight if you won't have a good wash. The fact that he regularly has time to spend hours in the pub could indicate someone with an alcohol problem. <laughs>
1: As always we have also asked our audience for their own personal problems so see if we can solve them with the same sensitivity we dealt with that problem um, Will Freeman, are you here?
2: Yeah.
1: Will's problem is I go down the park regularly to feed the squirrels I do it often enough that I can recognise individual squirrels <laughs> but they don't seem to recognise me yet what should I do? <laughs>
3: Well, cook and eat one, and that should pull the others into (laughs) line.
1: Michael, you love animals. How do you get to come Have you
3: introduced yourself to the squirrels?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. I feed
1: them and that kind of thing.
0: They probably do know you. I think you just sound a little bit insecure. (laughs) (laughs) Have have they clearly taken you on board?
1: They're famously cold, though, squirrels.
0: Oh, my God, terribly cold. (laughs) I'm on out for one for years. (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) Other than really violent sex.
3: A quality piece of tail, eh? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Marek, have you got any advice for this young Why are you young? doing
4: this?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
6: it was, was just... on all our minds. What's wrong with
4: you? I just like them, probably more than people. What do you yeah. like about them? Just the way they look,
6: the way they
0: act, that kind of thing.
4: Can't you find someone who looks a bit like it? We <laughs> have a conversation with them or something. Yeah, maybe, what, yeah.
1: What are you feeding them?
0: Mainly just nuts, Peanuts. That's about it, we really. Have you tried
1: feeding other people? Like people? <laughs> no.
4: I
0: like
2: nuts.
1: Go to, yeah, people in pubs love nuts. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you just go around,
2: and... <laughs> <laughs> <That's a laughs> they'll come over, they'll come <laughs> over. <on. laughs> Uh,
3: have you tried feeding them anything else other than nuts? I've like had dri- them steal oh. other things off me.
2: Like Such as.
1: A oh. can of Coke once? What? Yeah, <laughs> I'm not waking that up. I once saw a squirrel eating a bone. Ah, oh,
4: that's dark. Of another squirrel. <laughs> I hope
1: so. It was outside. blowjob,
4: is that what we're saying?
1: <laughs> it was outside Manor House Tube Station. Okay. So, probably. Yeah. Um, has that been helpful at all?
0: Very much indeed, yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, well, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> um, let's check the scores of producer Ben.
5: So the scores are that uh, Michael and Annie have got two and Margaret and Marrick have got two. Oh!
2: oh. oh. oh.
1: And if anyone out there in Internetville wants our panel's advice, email us at rightthingone at gmail.com and you never know, it might be better than asking God for help. <laughs> <laughs> and now it is time to ask an expert.
2: Ask. 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 Yeah.
1: This is the round where we ask experts questions that only an expert could answer. And if for any reason we doubt their expertise, we make them stand in a corner throw orange segments at them. Yeah, new thing. Um, Yeah, so good luck. And this week, our expert is a man who has done the Pamplona Bull Run in Spain 52 times. Please welcome Andy. Andy, 53, actually.
7: 53?
0: (laughs) You just did another one on your way (laughs) here.
1: Right, so panel, I am going to give you uh, one minute to question Andy and gauge his personality, and then uh, we'll find out... What you think he'll do in a certain situation, so take it away.
3: Have you ever um done the running of the bulls wearing a pantomime cow outfit?
1: <laughs> no,
7: because
3: uh, they're bulls and they would be attracted to the cow.
7: Yeah, but what a story. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Um, do you stay in touch with any of the
2: bulls?
7: No, but I did get hit one year and uh, ended up in the infirmary and the six lads that I normally run with went to the butcher shop where they sell the bulls from... because the bulls used in the fight that night. Um, and they went into the butcher shop the next day and bought the testicles of the bull that hit me and had it made fried into a sandwich and then gave it to me. You
1: know, that's really not the same <laughs> <laughs> as a <pen> pals. <laughs> A lovely relationship. Instead, you ate his pork. (laughs) He fucking hurt me. (laughs) We've all been hurt. (laughs) Daniel, you've done that to every ex you've ever had.
4: Are you a fan of mild self harming? No, I'm trying not get hurt at all.
2: <laughs>
4: right, so you've done this
0: 53 times. Yeah. What is the most romantic thing that's happened to you? <laughs> uh,
7: one year I fell asleep on top of the TV camera uh, oh, tower yeah. uh, so that I'd be able to just jump straight into the run the next morning. And this young Spanish girl from Barcelona climbed up and laid down next to me and we ended up going out for about a year. <laughs> oh, my God!
3: Until she was gored to death by <laughs> a student. But the Bulls changed their tactics over the years. They? They, they've made it very
7: safe. It's like in the Grand National, they keep making it safer and safer. And like back in uh, '83, they used to have a kids' run before the adult run. <laughs> <laughs> until a six year old kid cocks. got. Yeah, six month old ducks. <laughs> <laughs> but that's Aylesbury. There is a, there's a running of the ducks in Aylesbury every year where they run the ducks through the street. shit. <laughs>
1: You know Andy like an old friend Can you separate the bullshit from the bull truth In the following scenarios Here is the first one You have just started the bull run. Thousands of sweaty men, women and children are charging through the tiny, medieval streets of Pamplona and you are stuck in the middle of them. This is the most exciting moment of your life because it's a bit like doing a real sport. The bulls have been released and are making their way through the crowd. Just as you catch sight of the bulls 20 metres behind, you trip over a fig. What would Andy do in this situation? A fig? Yeah. They're a Mediterranean
3: fruit. I know they're a Mediterranean fruit, but you can't trip over a fig.
1: (laughs) The figure's squashed into the ground and you slip. Right. What should you do in this situation?
4: You should... Get up.
2: Yeah.
4: <laughs> That's a sound strategy, Mara. Have yeah. you done that before? I'd do that. I'd get up and I'd immediately take off all my clothes.
2: <laughs> it's
4: a confusion. And shave t- yourself it's a confusion down. T- I'm already shaved.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: well, it's clear. You would just go,
2: shoo!
0: And they would go, wouldn't they? The Bulls, they understand English. Do you not
3: jump up and... Complain to the ref that one of the bulls fouled you.
1: <laughs>
3: Just to that it should be yellow carded.
1: Andy, are any of these close to what you should do if you trip over you and the bull is coming You
7: never to try and stand up.
1: Ah, because
7: everyone... When the balls, minus
1: points here, When the bulls
7: get close, you're looking over your shoulder and you're running with your hand on the guy in front's back. So if you try and stand up, you're going to bring a load of people down. So you have to lie perfectly still, cover your head with your hands and they'll jump over you. And, and do also, you then
3: try and, like, just ankle-tap one of the balls?
7: <laughs> Trust me, you lie very still and wish you had another pair of trousers right. with you. <laughs> is, it,
4: is it the same thing if a bull charges you in a field?
7: But they've got terrible eyesight. They only go for movement. So if you're in a field with three people and a ball starts charging, stand perfectly still, it'll chase the other two.
4: I tell the
1: other two to run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> scenario number two the night before a bull run you meet an arrogant bunch of english tourists clearly on a stag do you can tell because they're yelling at each other even though they're indoors one of them is dressed like borat and they all smell of lynx africa the next morning as you're doing the bull run you see their ringleader the best man being cornered by a bull that has got loose from the pack it's unlikely he'll suffer a fatal injury because his beer belly offers his internal organs, ample protection. But nonetheless, nonetheless...
3: I think nonetheless is a valid it's word. It's
2: lovely. It's lovely. You carry on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Nevertheless, he looks ever so scared. What would Andy do?
3: I don't know because I don't understand a fucking word you just said. <laughs> do they not, in the running of the bulls, Andy will be able to tell us this, do they not use... Bulls that are themselves on a stag do. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Excited bull. That is, that sounds like a fact to me. Yeah. Marek, do you think Andy would save this idiotic man, or do you think he'd let him suffer some non fatal injuries?
4: I think he'd let him die. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't interfere with it. Well, the logistics I'm getting, you can't interfere with the bull run. That's yeah. True. Yeah. yeah. If you do, then everyone gets in serious trouble, I think.
1: Andy what would you do in that situation?
4: You'd have to run in with your newspaper
7: because everyone has a rolled up newspaper.
1: Really? Really? Yeah. yeah. Is it Sponsored you by What a
3: bull. <laughs> no. You're trying to confuse it with a cryptic crossword
2: clue. And page the It's
3: <laughs>
7: No, the thing is that as I say, they go for the movement. So you Go in calmly next to it, walk in slowly, but keep the newspaper really moving fast in its eyeline and it will chase the newspaper and not you. But you've basically got to save them because it might happen to you further down the run and you're, you're going to want someone to come in and rescue you.
1: So, karmically, you do it, even yeah, yeah, though. Yeah, his enemies.
7: Although, one time, an Australian guy on a stag night actually the bull turned around and came back the wrong way and he just dragged me in front of him <gasps> to, <laughs> to use as a guard. Oh, sh- so I, typical Australian. <laughs> <laughs> so I broke his nose. <laughs> typical <laughs> Englishman.)
2: <laughs>
7: and
0: dance as old as <laughs> time. <had started>.
2: (Laughter)
7: And then the bull got, uh, there's, a, there's a sort of fence down one side and uh, it got its horn underneath the bottom rung of the fence and it was just swept along and everyone that stood against the fence, including this Australian guy, they just, it just broke all their ankles because they're so strong, there's about four of them all just lying on the floor. So then me and about five Spaniards ran in and took the bull away and took it out the street away from them while they got medical attention. How many bulls are there in the run then? Six bulls and six deers to keep them moving.
1: What happens to the deers?
7: No. Steers,
1: <laughs> deers! Fucking hell, woman! Six, you're in charge of this shit. And
0: six wild rabbits.
3: Six old deers just and one yellow <laughs> Six old deers from the local nursing home. We've got nothing left to live <laughs> for. They can use as a decoy. Do you t- try and like, get inside the mind of the or, like, psychologically, just like Sledge, you, say so you're going to die this if You do
7: try and get inside its head, especially
3: if you're f- f- facing it one to one.
7: Uh, I did have one time where I'd, a bull had turned around and gone the wrong way. I was filming it for Channel 4 and the came around the corner and I just put my camera out on my hand and uh, it was all taped to me. It was the old days, big cameras. And I just stood perfectly still, at which point I had a pork pie hat on so that the other cameraman knew where I was in the run. <laughs> and the hat just slipped over my eyes. And what had happened was there was another bull. I thought I'd counted six bulls past, but so there, there was one behind me and the, bull, the horn had gone up the back of my neck and up the rim of the hat over my eyes. So I was going fucking about with my hat. And I, I put my hand up to straighten it and there was a horn came underneath my armpit. At which point I just went, I knew that I had to stay perfectly still. And the last thing I wanted to do was the, on the back page of the Spanish newspaper the next day it just said, a big picture of me stood like this with my hat. And it said this idiot cares more about his hat than his life.
3: Classic Englishman
1: we've all learnt a lot more about bulls and deers now Andy mm. um, so we've only got one round left so before that we should go over to producer Ben for the scores Ben what are
5: they well I reckon Michael and i have still got two but Marek lost his team two points oh. Oh.
1: So
2: stand Mark, up stand up
5: Michael and have got zero I've got
1: zero I so it's time to do the wrong thing. Do the
2: wrong thing. Do the wrong thing. Do the wrong thing.
1: In this round, we ask the panelists the wrongest thing to do in a situation. For example, if you find a necklace in a bush, the wrongest thing to do would be to steal the necklace and not report the corpse. <laughs> <laughs> this round will end when producer Ben pops his horn. Okay, here goes, gang. A shop assistant says she hopes you have a nice day. What is the wrong thing to do? Make her yeah. give you a nice day. Yeah. If she wants it so much. Why is that wrong? That sounds really nice. You... Uh, and make her uh, I was gonna say suck me off. That's not a thing. <laughs> That's not a thing for a girl. Sorry, move on.
4: Maybe if you like got a guide dog and cut his dick off and then attach that to yourself and say suck me off. That would be the wrong thing.
3: Okay. We win. Give me those points back.
4: We've all been there. You could be a normal dog. <laughs> no, no, yeah,
1: that's no, nice the guide dog story. is yeah. wronger. It is wronger. You discover £5,000 in the glove box of a car you've just bought. What is the wrong thing to do?
3: Uh, is it get in the car and drive off a cliff with you and your entire family <laughs> and the
2: mother <laughs> in
1: it? That's, That's
4: really wrong, wrong. Yeah. I, I would spend it on loads of chocolate bars for starving African children but eat them all beforehand yeah. and the, just send the bars them or in, the children? Both of them yeah. and just sort of send them the empty wrappers <laughs> with a photo of you with your thumbs up
1: <laughs> yeah. Someone mistakes you for their masseuse. What is the wrong thing to do?
3: Claim that you are their masseuse, and then say, "What I'm going to do for you this week is my new Texas chainsaw massage."
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: you might find it a little stingy at first, but it's really working the bones
1: Laps under the skin. It.
2: It's
3: good for your lumbar.
1: <laughs> You'll
0: chill out afterwards in the freezer. <laughs>
2: You are left
1: in charge of buying a pregnant colleague's leaving present. What is the wrong thing to do?
0: A bottle of gin and a coat hanger.
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah, of course. A a Weight Watchers
4: subscription.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Andy?
3: Probably put them in an old Soviet space rocket uh, in a dog outfit and... Fire her into space.
2: That sounds very so expensive. Chase that stick. <laughs> they,
3: did put a, they had another rocket before the dog in the rocket that just, just had a stick in board. it. Just had a stick?
2: Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's it. That's the that best guy. That's it. We can end it. Not just we can of the night, us. perhaps ever. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
3: And that is a sound that icebergs just don't listen to. <laughs>
1: It wasn't big and it wasn't yeah. clever, but it's over. So, producer Ben, what are the final scores?
5: The final scores are that Margaret and Marek have got two, and Michael and Andy have got three. <laughs>
1: <Yay>! <laughs> well done to Michael and Andy. Thank you for listening to the show. Goodbye. <laughs>